make it look easy with Sportsbet. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. AB, producer Luke. Oh, we've got a jam-packed show we'll get to in a second today with some amazing guests in the lead-up to the NRL and AFL Grand Finals. Before we get there, uh, in Triple MHQ, the way it's set up, we have a, a sales end where all of our gurus that go out and do the, the selling of this, the that, and the other. money makers. Some people actually have to try and sell the show, which <laughs> to me is very funny that they have a brief out there that says, you know, AB, whatever your personality type might be. What is it? Elliot, well, I don't know. That's what I mean. I don't know What's what it's on the paper. What's on the, the sheet paper. for me? I have no idea. What do you think's on the sheet? <laughs> you want me to do your sheet for you? I don't think you do. <laughs> is it negative? Do they try and negatively sell me? <laughs> no, I'm saying I would negatively sell you. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like throw her a bone kind of thing. Anyway. Yeah. Pity listen to this show. Yes, exactly. She's a loser. <laughs> um, I've never called you a loser. Called you a lot of things. To my face. Called you a loser. No, no. Um, anyway, I was up that end today, and Patrick, who's a big, tall guy from Tasmania, really like Patrick, a little bit awkward, he won't mind me saying, because I am too. Mm-hmm. And he, he turns to me and he goes, oh, you got a heart on. <laughs> <laughs> I said, oh, that's a, is that a Tazzy thing? I said, I don't have a hard on currently, Patrick. Thank <laughs> Thanks you for, for asking. We didn't even ask. It was a statement he told me. And I to, to he's so tall too. He'd have to really bend. <laughs> Especially with my setup. Um, anyway, he goes, no, 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 no. Harvard. You go to Harvard. I got Harvard written on my shirt today, like Harvard University. Oh. And that was in front of everybody. Everybody. And you, no wonder you don't go to meetings. I so many. I have also had an awkward moment with Patrick. What today. happened? Did today? he say you have a hard on? No, 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 no. You he did like, have a hard on. No, he <laughs> walked past and I we said, G'day. We people. Of course, Luke had a hard on. <laughs> Sorry, keep going. He was around. Walked past, yeah. walked past Patrick and said, G'day. And he sort of had his hands up and I thought he was going for a fist bump. So I went to fist bump him. And then he went, Oh. And then just kind of like we awkwardly missed each other's fist bumps and then... You fist danced. And then I just, I walked away. So was it a mutual fisting in the end or not? No. It was a one-sided No, fisting. I think he, yeah, I think I You wanted was... to fist him, <laughs> but he didn't want to fist you. Or he was unsure uh, about fisting I was you. unsure of Then you both tried to fist each other at the same time. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah? Sure. Right. Well, it's consensual fisting. I'm here for it. We should do a phoner on that. Consensual fisting? Yeah. Triple three five three. That could, we could lead tomorrow. I don't think it'll fly. It'll be the best stuff we've ever done. We'll make news reports, but not for the right reasons. It's not a long list of quality, so I don't know if it would take much to beat. In fact, uh, leading today, I didn't expect the story we we're going to get for our perfect Tanny Ian and Harvey Babe. It oh, talked yeah. about quality. Uh, yeah. Who needs a fun topic about mutual or consensual fisting or whatever you called? This takes the. Ca- I don't want to give away too much, but it involves. Um, Things like grapes, I suppose. But grapes. Well, that gives it away, I think. Well, he's pretty upfront about it. He says yes. from the get-go it's about Sh- hemorrhoids. Sharing is caring. Oh, see, now you've given away the whole thing. Uh, no, you know I haven't. I mean? but no, it's a, I haven't. True, I mean, true, the fact true. that it's a 10 out of 10 story about hemorrhoids. Well, now people know That's it's even a 10 a out of 10. <laughs> this is what you do. Oh, my God. I don't know how you ever keep secrets. You mustn't. Like if she you, doesn't. If you buy your husband something nice at Christmas in November. Oh, that, I hate that. I just tell him. No, I ask him if he wants <laughs> he to know. <laughs> and he's like, usually, he usually he'll say yes, and so oh I just tell him. And then I'm like, but you can't be mad at me. And you I got to act surprised on Christmas Day. Yeah, and yep. if anyone asks, like, you're yep. just receiving this now. I hate, I hate surprises. Hate them. Hate, hate, hate. I don't. <sighs> anyway. Um, like, if you were keeping a secret 
surprise party from me, I would be in agony the whole time just sensing that there was something going on that I didn't know about. I'm I'll happy to go on the record. I'm happy, don't do that because you'll prank. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to go on the record and say I have never and will never organise a surprise party for you. But you it's not what? on my list of things I want to do. I'm not shocked. Yeah. I'm just, it's not for me. <laughs> I'll come to your, your 40th dinner. All right, I'll see you in 15 years then. About three, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no! Um, also today, this is your job, Luke. I don't know why I'm, I'm doing you've it. Got, you're the one with the shit. Are you happy you, for me to keep I'm going? I'm happy okay. for you to keep going. Okay, also today, Kevin Walters, the head coach of the Brisbane Broncos, give us a, a bit of an update with Broncos squad. One of their stars went down injured at training today. Herbie Farnworth, will he be right by Sunday? That's only... Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. five days away. Good maths. Thank you. Uh, By which time, AB will be a 40. shaking mess. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where are you at now with five sleep or four sleep, whatever it is left? Are you try- Are you doing well getting rid of nerves? I rewatched the 2006 grand final oh, don't, last don't night. Do that. Why not? Because that makes you more nervous. So I actually was overseas for that game. Yep. Also, I you haven't seen one yet. We watched it on Sky News. I think my dad had to pay a guy like a couple of hundred. Worth it. Worth it. To watch it. At the beginning, we couldn't get the, the TV wasn't working. And so we were on a phone, on a satellite phone to my uncle. And he was put it, he put it up against the radio. So we were listening to the commentary of the game. They, they actually, France. they've done so much better with that now. There's an app. I use it when I lived overseas. It's like watch NRL or something uh. similar. And it's for people that are overseas, and it was pretty cheap. I'm surprised that your yeah, family, being the big Broncos supporters and football mad people they are, planned a holiday in September we slash October. Yeah, but it didn't look like they were going to make it that year, and so J- Dad genuinely was having a really difficult time when we were about to leave. Like He was like, should I cancel it? My school That's formal right. was also at the that, same time. They, they turned it on that year after finally, I think they'd lost three origins, or all, and then all the mm. Queensland players after that went nuts yeah. in, in the best possible yeah. way. I remember so that. So we, yeah, he well, was like actually going to cancel it if, for a little if, bit there. If I can hand you a bit of advice from someone that has a team that's won something recently. I'm a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan. I was going to say, which team? <laughs> well, the, Knight, the Knights won the women's last year, but obviously you don't count the women's because you don't care about the women's it, game. So tell um, me that again. No, no, no. But my one true love in life is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, more than the Knights. Okay. They, right, I'll just send this audio to Kalen Punga, no worries. That's fine. He won't reply. In in 2020, the Bucks won the Super Bowl. But in uh-huh. the lead up to the Super Bowl that week, I went off social media. Uh-huh. I didn't play Madden, which is the NFL game online. I had n- I, I wouldn't watch anything regarding football because yeah. I knew I'd get the sweaty palms. I used to, I like genuinely am in a habit of watching 360 every night, but yeah, I, I haven't it, watched yeah. it this week. Because firstly, they're so negative about the Broncos. I just can't. It's not enjoyable. No, they're not. Mate, Gordy it's, keeps it it's together Gordy, now. Reedy and Buzz all saying how good they are. Mm, I don't know. Braith doesn't have a good time saying. So I haven't watched it this week, but in previous weeks, it's all, uh, I just don't think they have what it ha- takes. Ivan they, Cleary's I feel like better. They've never mama. said that on there. They do. They're very anti Queensland, besides are when you, Gordy you're jumps in. a different show to me. No. Well, that's just my opinion. I, I disagree with that. They Like between Braith, they get. McEnis on and stuff as yeah. well. It's very New South Wales. McEnis is an ex-Bronco. I know, and he hates the Broncos. No, he, does. he does. This is what they do. He this, has a chip see, on his shoulder is, about how he left Broncos the Broncos. Do. And I admire it. Broncos fans I do this. I will find you a quote okay, from him. I'm just turning you down for a sec so I can talk to Luke. This is what Broncos <laughs> fans do, is that they get in their head, everyone is against them. And again, I admire it because it, it's like the mm. us-against-the-world kind of mentality, and they make up these fake storylines of people not liking them. And that's where this one's at, with five days out from the grand final. Don't roll your 
rise at me. Literally. Oh, you're back? He was literally on 360 last week talking smack about the Broncos. So, talking smack. Nah. Yeah, he doesn't like them. And people were complaining about it in the Broncos group I was in. Oh, and someone said it's because he left on bad terms. Now, now you're making up things that you don't know if they happen. I'm, we didn't enjoy, like I'm he wasn't happy with that. the way he left. I'm not attached to these comments. <sighs> these okay. are the thoughts and views of Annabelle Brett. <laughs> Jonathan Brown was on the show today. <laughs> that was exciting. What does Mick Ennis think of the Lions? Is he okay with them? Probably hates them too. Hates Queensland. <laughs> Jonathan Brown, I forgot how much of a funny human being he is. He's fantastic. I'd love to get him on I'm again. So, I was so excited that I got him today. Yeah, it did well. Yeah, thank Finally you. Finally locked in a good guest. Mate, I've locked in a plenty of good guests for you this week. Just you wait. Listen tomorrow. There's plenty of great guests. Well, I won't listen tomorrow. I'll be on Not the show. Not you. Oh. People listening to the podcast. He'll listen listen for the rest You're of the week. You're full of yourself. You listen back. I'm full of myself. I don't listen back. We've got great guests, all of them booked by me. This is now Luke Lum Love Fest, this podcast intro. Thank you very much. Listen to the podcast. I did a great job. Thanks. Bye. Give it a five out of five on the podcast ratings as well. I thought you just meant me five out of ten, but I was like, that's rude, but okay. (laughs) It's out of five. We'll go with that. (laughs) Are you done? I'm done. Okay, I'm done. Are you done? Yes. What are you Googling? Mick Ennis hates Brisbane. (laughs) 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 This is Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elliot. The perfect ten, the perfect ten. They're just as true as they were way back when. I don't know, he's a billionaire. Well, actually, I was um, thinking about stealing it. My finger was on the floor of the boat with blood everywhere. They said, you may not walk again. He thought I was Deborah Malman. This is a place on one triple three five three to share Queensland's greatest ever yarns, whatever the storyline. A, a tale that's so good that AB and myself have no choice but to score it a ten out of ten. That was a task. We completed that mission, but then we thought, could we get an eleven? Is, We're just it's it, we got to get rid of the number altogether. It, it's not a, a perfect 12? ten. It's a perfect. Hmm, we'll see. Could a it perfect be a thirteen? We'll see. That needs work anyway. I'd love to get a thirteen today. Heading to Harvey Bay. Mm. Ian on one triple three five three. Tell us your story. How you going, legends? Good, Ian. Yeah, mate. Mine, mine's about hemorrhoids, mate. <laughs> it's a good start, Ian. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Probably a thirteen. Um, mate, two years ago, I had to, I had to go to the Bay Hospital for a pre-op um, checkup, mm. and while I was there, the doctor was had me up on the bench there, and he had me pants around my knees and whatnot. And a young nurse walked in. And he said, you might as well stay young, dear. And off he went. He was prodding and poking and doing what he does. And, mate, I don't have just one or two. Mate. I don't have a bunch. I've got a whole vineyard back there. Ian, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, I'm immediately picturing, you know, the, the bags of grapes you can get at Coles? That's, oh, that's yeah, for, the ones, mate. Yep, yep that's okay. them. That's me. Yep, keep going. <laughs> keep going. <laughs> yep. You're a fruit farmer. Yeah. Anyway, well, after he finished his examination, he's looked up there and he said, all right, I'm done. And I said, well, it's 5 to 12, mate. I'm sorry to do that right before lunch. <laughs> the, the poor old man, she didn't know what to do. She just howled up and had to run out of the room. <laughs> a true story. Ian, That's a true story, Ian, mate. In, in, in these scenarios, and I'm fascinated, share as much. Well, I'm, I'm thinking you're willing to share if you just told us you had hemorrhoids. How do you? No, I still got them. Oh, so they don't ever, they don't leave. <laughs> I still got them. You know, yeah, mate, I, I reckon I could play the first 10 bars of the national anthem if I push them back. <laughs> so they, if you're wanting to get rid of them, which maybe you can't, is it like a popping thing? Is no! it a cream thing? No. I do need to know. No. 
Well, no, there is some cream you can use. Yeah. It's called Rectimol. Right. Or there is a, or there is an operation, and that's what I'm scared of because no one pokes around in my bullet hole, mate. <laughs> <laughs> even, you know, the thing is, having hemorrhoids is bad enough, right? And empathise with you. Calling the cream Rectimol is even worse. I de- oh, exactly. Okay. Rectimol. Yeah, mate. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All there right. is another cream called Preparation H. I know that because you know that Ben Folds song, Rocking the Suburbs? Yes. He talks yep. about Preparation H. Right. I was like, what? What is it? I okay. looked it up. Hemorrhoid cream. Okay. Uh, we're going to move, move across to the judges' table. Uh, we got to score your toe out of 10 or potentially more, AB. Well, I'm already giving him a 10 because it was right. so well yeah. told. Yeah, I, it's... Awesome. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I don't believe in wasted motion, and I assume when you're going through life and through work, you don't like wasting motion at the risk of annoying your hemorrhoids. So I, I'm handing out another 10 as well. It's another one. <laughs> Awesome, awesome, yes. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. See, yeah, hemorrhoids good for something, I suppose. <laughs> Ian, congratulations. Not on them, but on this. <laughs> See you, mate. Many hemorrhoids, many accolades. Oh, wonderful afternoon. See, that is a pure example of whatever your story, you're a red-hot chance of getting a perfect team. He must have sat on concrete a lot. One triple three. Apparently that's how it happens. I don't know. One triple three, five three. If you think you have Queensland's greatest ever story, we'd love to hear from you. This is Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elliot. NRL Grand Final Week. The Brisbane Broncos, the Penrith Panthers, Sunday night head-to-head. And our next guest, he knows what it's all about to win as a Brisbane Bronco. Not only did he do it as a player, he's trying his best this year to do it as a coach. Of course, the boss of the Broncos is Mr. Kevin Walters. Hello, mates. Hello, Elliot. How are you, mate? Going well? Really well, Kevy. Appreciate your time, brother. First off, straight off the bat, because you got uh, AB hasn't stopped sweating from her pits since she heard a rumour today about Herbie Farnworth going down at training. What's the go there? Is he okay? No, you can tell OB to rest easy. Uh, yeah, just a bit tight in the through the thigh region. So, um, yeah, just rested him from training. But he'll be rest assured. He'll be right to go on, on Sunday night. Oh, 100%. Kevin, I love to hear it. I absolutely <laughs> love to hear it. Thank you. Music to my yeah. ears. Now, yeah. you've had a couple of open training sessions. Walsh mania. This is absolutely out of control. Have you ever in your days seen so much <laughs> fandom for one bloke? Yeah, well, it's been actually fabulous. It's lifting for everyone to see the support that the, that the team has received, in particular Walshy. Uh, his young uh, young fans are really amazing. They've got plenty of energy about them. And, you know, I think he's done a terrific job managing all of that because it it is a, a sidelight for him that could be an, an, a distraction as such for his footy, but he's so focused um, when he does get on the training field and, more importantly, in games that it just, it does, it's, it's more of a bonus for him I think he rises to the challenge with the support that he's gained. Kevin, your young fella, Billy, couple of tries on the weekend, been in outstanding yeah. form, of course, starts in the nine again this weekend. Did he give you shit for never scoring a double in a prelim? Or? <laughs> yeah, we've copped all of that already all week. You know, Dad, Good. any tries, you know, all Good. that nonsense that he goes Good. on. Well, so I just score two in the grand final, mate. I love you for <laughs> Fair call. We'd love to see it. Kevin, on a more yeah. personal note, I mean, for me, I've been in radio for a number of years, travelling around. We're always waiting for the next gig, whatever it might be. My husband always says to me, just remember that Kevin Walters waited for an eternity to get this coaching gig, way longer than you needed to, and now you're in the position that you're in today. Just how sweet is that to be here after being patient, after working your ass off and trying to prove everyone wrong? 
Well, yeah, it is really nice, I've got to say, if I can just step back and take a moment, which I really haven't done quite yet. I'm still really focused on getting a, a, a good performance or a great performance out of our guys, you know, on Sunday night. But reaching, you know, the grand final is a special thing for, for every player and everyone involved in the club, supporters and the like. But at the Broncos, we're, we like to strive further. I mean, mm. we've made lots of grand finals and the, the key is to, to play well in them and, and win them. And that's what we're about, as I see it at the Broncos. That's, that's what my memories are. And it is nice. I'm very grateful that we got the opportunity to get into the grand final. But we need to play really well and we will, you know, on Sunday night. Kevy, I know the world changes a lot in 20, 25 years um, since, you know, you were playing and, and winning competitions with the Broncos. Uh, are there bits of preparation you've managed to take from way back when, when you were winning comps with Alfie into this week, little learnings? Yeah, it certainly is. But I've sort of lent on um, because times have changed so much since our day. You know, we, we've got two um, grand final winners in our squad, mm-hmm. Kurt Capewell and Adam Reynolds. So they've both been our most recent ones. Capes won it with the Panthers a couple of years back and then Renault won one with the Panthers in 2014. So they've been our latest two and they've been great for us. They're good leaders for us. I guess it's all about, well, I guess I know it's all about just enjoying everything about the week. You know, yesterday was such a, such a great time at the club. We didn't really train too much, but just enjoying everyone being at our ground and all the fanfare about it all, that was a, that was a great day for us yesterday. And we trained today at Suncorp and got the, the business head back on today at Suncorp. Um, we're heading to Sydney tomorrow um, for the Daly M's and then we'll train again Thursday, which will be, you know, a different uh, preparation for us, all of it being, most of it being in Sydney. But I think, again, it's great uh, for us to be able to do that, jump on a plane tomorrow and, and take on the Panthers, you know, on Sunday night. Cannot wait for this one. Sunday night, 6.30pm, the Broncos and the Panthers. A wonderful photo that Gordon Tallis shared on Instagram of you winning as a player with your young fellas. Hopefully you can recreate uh, oh, come yes. Sunday night, mate. Can you? Yes, we can. We can do that. Hey, Let's get it on. Congrats for getting this far, mate. I know the job's not done. Good luck this weekend, and hopefully uh, yeah. we talk to you after a win. That's it. Let's do that next week. Hey? Let's get it on. Come on, the Bronx. <laughs> The art of language is being lost, some people truly believe. I mean, I'm guilty of it all the time. You know, I abbreviate absolutely everything I can. I keep words as short as possible. But I heard a great old-timey phrase the other day. Hadn't heard it in years. I actually forgot the meaning of it altogether. Mm. Obviously, we were at the footy. Had a friend who went out to the Caxton Hotel after the Broncos won. I asked them how they were the next morning, and he said, I was three sheets to the wind. Do you know what that means? Hammered? It does, yes. Yep. It is to be drunk. The sheet is the line that controls the sails on a ship. If the line is not secure, the sail flops in the wind and the ship loses headway and control. If the three sails are loose, then the ship is out of control. Yeah, nothing worse than your sail flopping. In the exactly. Wind. It's a very deep meeting for something so great. Mm. I've got a couple. I've narrowed them down. I've read this great book, um, uh, Australian slangs and phrases, and found some old-timey ones that yeah. I think could possibly make it come back today. So first things first, do you know what a pine overcoat is? No. Could you take a guess? No. A pine overcoat is in reference to a coffin. Oh. So like, I'm getting so old I'm going to be chucking on my pine overcoat at oh, some point soon. That's depressing. Yeah, but it's, it's but a bit you of want fun. to see that come Keep back. It light. That, that's in your top three of you well, want you to see could, him come yeah, back. Yeah, that, that's up there because, you know, like if you do any risky behaviour, I don't want to end up in a pine overcoat. Okay. Not the best kind to have. Right. 
to have one's shirt out. Now, this is a 19th century Australian phrase. To have one's shirt out means to be angry, which I guess ties into, like, shirt fronting and all that stuff. I was picturing it quite literally, like, back in the day, everyone tucked their shirt in. So when you're cranky, if you want your kids to know you're annoyed with them, you would untuck your button up and they know they're going to get the belt. serious business. And then finally, mm. one that I know you will really like... Mm. What does it mean, do you think, when someone's not up to dick? It's normally our wives when they're tired. Cook, <laughs> it's not technically wrong. If something or someone was not up to dick, it means not healthy. Which, headache, you know. Stop it. <laughs> Nauseous. Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elliot. Closing time on Dan Andrews' political career. Yeah, effective immediately. Tomorrow, 5pm, Victorian um, premiere done. I actually empathise really quickly with the Victorians travelling through Queensland at the moment. I empathise with all of you because I don't know what you're going to blame everything on now. (laughs) So, there we go. Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elliot. I found this real estate listing that is very, very unique. It definitely caught my eye, and that's what they were trying to do. So successful in that. Mm -hmm. Uh, This campaign advertised this property as Queensland's hoarder's paradise. It was a two-bedroom, two-bathroom home on Maclay Island, which is in the Moreton Bay region down south right near Brisbane, and described as a hoarder's paradise because apparently it has multiple fridges, loads of antique furniture, boating paraphernalia, an abandoned caravan, ceilings, walls and floors that need some extra TLC and lots of parts to do so as well. They're actually targeting people who like collecting things, and no shame, today on one triple three five three, what are you hoarding? Mm. Is there something in particular that you're collecting? For this person, it was everything, <laughs> literally everything. But I know people who might have a few extra appliances around. They like to hold on to them. So give us a call. What are you hoarding? My dad is like this with the Courier Mail. And oh, he keeps them all. He works in news though. Yeah, but it, not because he's reading them or whatever. He just oh, I might need them for what, mate? It's headlines from two thousand and six. Oh yeah, well, it's also online. Ex- <laughs> you can just Google it almost immediately. No, no, he texts me last night saying that I can't turn the phone torch off my phone. It's been on for twenty four <laughs> hours. What do I do? Uh, so he wouldn't know how to go online and read a newspaper. But he would have. I'm not joking. He'd have. Mm, close to a thousand courier mails just sitting in his apartment at the moment. I collect snow globes from wherever I go overseas, right. so I'd probably have seventeen or eighteen snow globes. That's normal. Even like Fiji had a snow globe, but it wasn't snow; obviously, I, it was glitter. I think it hits a certain number when it transcends from collecting to hoarding. I think you collect okay, snow true. globes. I think my old man hoards newspapers. Like how many would he have? A room full. What's what I said about a thousand? Oh, I think he'd be somewhere near. I'm a just thousand. trying to visualise what a thousand newspapers uh, look like. Okay, yeah, <sighs> stacked up pretty high. A, a kitchen full. Yep, <laughs> a kitchen full of newspapers. Where are they kept? Uh, in the third bedroom, which doesn't get used. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay. Can you beat that? Do you hoard something else other than newspapers? Whatever it is, give us a call, one triple three five three. Well, it could be someone in your life too. Maybe it is your old man or a brother, or sister, partner or whatever. Just yeah. and th- These people I find too, like Dad, he doesn't have a good argument for not getting rid of the career mails. It's just he feels like he might need them one day. I did used to collect Harper's Bazaar magazines because I loved the pictures in them. Right. I thought they were really aesthetically pleasing. I yeah. like to sometimes paint them. I had probably 40 or 50. Right. I went over to do my gap year and my mum threw all of them away. 
I was never allowed to be a hoarder. Didn't someone, have the option. Someone needs to do that to my father. One triple three five three hoarders unite. Maybe it's someone you know, like your father, Brendan, in Townsville. Can you tell him about tell us about what he hoards? Uh, he's an old builder by trade, so he's got all the building stuff, and he's a jack of all trades. But he um he still has his he sold his fishing trawler back in probably nineteen eighties, and he still has the eskies and the nets in in behind the house. And the kicker is he bought the neighbour's house to put more stuff in that house. So he has a four-bedroom house beside him that he's now filled with stuff. Must be nice. Brendan, fascinated to know, I said before, my old man for some reason collects career mails, not to reread them. I honestly think he can't be bothered throwing them out. But when I, I do, like a fire hazard. Yeah, when I do approach him about throwing them out, he says he might need them one day. Oh, the, 100%. Your, yeah, okay. 100%. Your dad says the same thing. I might need that one day. Yeah. <laughs> Has he ever ventured like, into the neighbour's house to go actually need some of those things? Oh, uh, not no. Negative. Ghost rider. <laughs> Different road. Brendan, appreciate your call. I, yep. I believe that actually when I was in there last, the yep. cups and sinks, the cups and plates were still in the sink from when the people moved out. <laughs> oh, gosh. And they're still in the same spot. Yeah, he didn't that's care it. for a uh, exit inspection, that's for sure. On you, Brendan. Yeah, no. Have a wonderful Bye. afternoon, brother. You too. See ya. <laughs> As we look towards Saturday, of course, the AFL Grand Final, the Brisbane Lions taking on Collingwood. It is a huge week on Fox Footy. They got the Grand Final Parade coming up on Friday. The longest kick competition, which we love, that Saturday uh, with the live panel there at the Yarra ahead of the game as well. And joining us now, part of the Fox Footy team and one of the greatest Lions of all time, Mr. Jonathan Brown. Hello, mates. G'day, great to be on. How are you? Good, Brownie. Really appreciate your, your time on the rush hour this afternoon with the Lions finally back to a grand final. For you as an ex-player, but obviously still some serious ties to that club, have you found this week even maybe a little bit nerve-wracking? Absolutely. It's the first time I've been a supporter of a team that's actually made a grand final because wow. I barred for Fitzroy when I was a kid because my father played for them and... And they were just hopeless, so you didn't even worry about <laughs> September. You used to book your holiday in about March, and you'd book it for the start of September. So don't worry about grand finals. We were, it would have been good enough just to play in a final. So I'm actually quite nervous because it doesn't really count. If you actually play in one, it doesn't really count because you're not a Nuffy supporter. So uh, I've turned into a Nuffy supporter and looking forward to it. <laughs> I mean, look, there's plenty of you, Brownie, that's for sure, around the whole country. Of the 16 additional teams, is there anyone that is siding with Collingwood for this? Well, I'm just about to have lunch with my great mate, Nathan Buckley. Right. And um, I'm pretty sure he's going to be Collingwood. And <laughs> we're just going to have a quick lunch and chat about the 2002 and 2003 Grand Finals. I'm just going to run him through a few of the highlights of the game. And <laughs> just because I'm not sure. He might have a bit of amnesia. He can't, he can't quite remember that game. So, yeah, bring some video uh, footage for him. I'll have a strong lardo, Bucks. Thanks, mate. There's Bucks. He's yelling out, what's your coffee order? <laughs> uh, he, uh, it, there was probably 95,000 Collingwood supporters. So as a Lions supporter, thank God their members only get offered 17,000 tickets for this game. Otherwise, the MCG would be swamped. Now, talking of tickets at the MCG, now yeah. by, by all means, shut me down if this is any way disrespectful to the sport. As an NRL fan, I just find it amazing that so many of my friends that are members miss out on the finals every single year. The MCG only lets you have one ticket per membership and a lot of corporates are invited. Do you reckon that needs a bit of an overhaul, Brownie? Like, do you think it's a bit unfair? Well, the problem is when Collingwood make a grand final. So they've got 110,000 members alone. 
Um, you know, Brisbane's up to close to 50 this year, but and you know, so the going rate's about uh, three to four thousand dollars a ticket at the moment. So I know that because I got a I got a mate runs a little side business now. <laughs> now sounds he, dodgy, Brownie. This sounds, sounds dodgy. Absolutely. So Share he's going details, around though. town. Yeah. Fair to say he's made a bit of money. He's a little <laughs> bit flat, though, when Carlton didn't beat Brisbane because he was hanging on Carlton Collingwood grand final because he was going to be able to retire on the fact that he was holding a few of these grand final tickets. But uh, is it nonetheless... Feb? Yeah, I was going to say, is it Nathan Buckley? It's, it sounds like something's no, no, yeah, yeah, it's actually Bucks. So yeah. Bucks is... Yeah, <laughs> 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 uh, so there's a, yeah, there's a little bit of that sort of stuff going on. And mm-hmm. as, the, as we get close to grand final, things will get a little bit more desperate. So gradually the surcharge gets higher and higher. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's just a great event to be at. So I'm looking forward to it. And um, I'm taking my wife, Kylie, who's going to be my daughter. Who's a mad Carlton supporter? Oh. Just shows the cockiness of Carlton supporters, the arrogance of Carlton supporters. She turned to me a quarter time last week and said, "Dad, is it okay if I have your ticket for the grand final? Oh. Your team's not going to be in it." I said, "Darling, let's not get ahead of ourselves." So <laughs> oh, she good. learned a very, very important lesson on uh, Saturday afternoon watching the footy. Hey, no um, Brownie, if, if we flash back 2003, uh, when, when you guys beat Collingwood, you beat them like they were the Warrigal Reggie's team. Uh, it was it was just <laughs> it was abysmal. It, yes. The matchup this weekend, are we tipping it to be as, as tight as some of the experts are saying? Maybe a kick or two in it? Yeah, I think it'll be tight. As you say, 03 was, well, so far in front, I had my first beer at halftime. It was, uh, <laughs> it was just one of those days. So I'm saying this in his shot of bucks, by the yeah, way. He's yeah, not yeah. liking it. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he, he, um, yeah, no, like, I think it could be one of the great grannies. And it could mm. be high scoring. It's going to be 27 degrees in Melbourne on Saturday. Yeah. Both teams play a high-octane offense. His style, you know, the wide expanse of the MCG. Yeah. You know, I just think we could be in for one of the all-time greats. To the two best teams all season. Uh, and that's obviously what you want as a general footy punter. So I'm looking forward to that. Can't wait. Fox Footy, just keep your TVs on all week. We mentioned before the grand final parade again on Friday. Longest kick competition Saturday with the panel there at the Yarra. One of Fox Footy's finest, one of the Brisbane Lions' best ever, Jonathan Brown. Appreciate your time, brother. Thanks for joining the rush. Aaron, go the Lions. Absolutely. Go the mighty Lions. Thank you. This is Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elias. I was going through and I didn't even know you could do this. Uh, I, I found my old house from way back when we lived on Thursday Island. Which I is, love doing that, Googling the address. Yeah, but not only that, you can still find the images like on uh, realestate.com or one of them. It has, even if the house is listed, and I'm sure most people know this, even if the house isn't listed, there'll be something from way back when you can click on and see everything inside. I went to an inspection of one of my old houses oh. once. It was for sale. Oh. I felt so awkward filling out the little form of what you're here to do. I was like, uh, not quite in the stalk, market. Stalk. <laughs> Just so, want to see what they did. I was scrolling through these photos of the old on the house and I got to the kitchen and I got hit with this memory that I'd completely forgotten and and I realised it was the moment in my life where I was completely put off cats forever. Uh, we, we had a pet cat in our Thursday Island home called Shylock. He was a Burmese something, little brown thing. Cats have a horrible tendency to go out roaming during the day and unfortunately mm. sometimes when they come back from roaming they don't come back alone. Um, no, they bring a friend with them. Yes. Um, sometimes the friends aren't alive. Cats are... 
Uh, apologies to cat owners out there. I just, I hate them. Uh, cats are horrible creatures. <laughs> anyway, Shylock would always bring back lizards. And I'm talking lizards longer than the cat. And they'd be mm. butchered and horrible. And he'd leave them as gifts on the kitchen floor. Yeah, because they think, like, I don't hate cats. They're not my favourite. I prefer yeah. dogs. But yeah. it is sincere that they genuinely think they're yeah. giving you a present. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm sad that... So- this cat was such an a-hole, right? Always bring back lizards. One day, my parents are out. He brings home a goanna. A goanna that is humongous. Don't know how it got through the cat flap. Brings it. It was disgusting. It was smelly. It was all chopped up Ooh. from all the... Throughout the day, two more goannas. Humongous goannas. That's Australian native. If I was a smart human being, I wasn't. I was a child. I would have stopped the cat from going outside. But he went out there and started hunting. I remember this cat... I would wake up in the middle of the night to ripping and tearing at my hair. He was in my bed just biting my hair out. So it's just never nice. Shylock is that. He was a horrible creature. What happened to him in the end? I'm a big believer in karma, right? I oh believe no, I don't what comes know. around goes around. And, and when he met a big python at Caravonica in Cairns, you know, I'm not saying he deserved it, but if any cat did. Don't say if that any about cat an did, animal. What do you mean? Don't say that about an animal. Every animal is beautiful. Exactly. He lived a great life. But so were those koanas. And yes, and it's part of the food chain, unfortunately. I'll make it look easy with sports bet. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au.